We are back, mental health champions. Here we are. Joining us today is a guest who has such passion for mental health that we're actually going to dive into a different topic than I've had on the show in quite some time. I tried to get as many different perspectives as I can to this show. And today we are joined by Mark, who was born in Lebanon and arrived in the U.S. at the age of four after his parents decided to leave their country due to an ongoing civil war. After later earning his degree in psychology, Mark quickly got to work, jumping in headfirst, securing work at a subacute treatment facility, treating those struggling with schizophrenia. He was in this position that Mark had to view this, the complexities of mental illness and the challenges presented in treating those with severe and persistent mental illnesses, as well as substance abuse. He became intrigued with the medications and primary treatment methods which were used in this setting. Diving deeper into pharmacology, he began researching alternatives to standard psychotropic medications and found himself learning more and more about the powers of psychedelics to treat mental illness and substance abuse. So we're going to dive into all of that and more. And since we have Mark on the show today, we're going to dive into a great spotlight story at the halfway point to shed more awareness on this topic. What are psychotropic medications? An article from WebMD will find to gain more understanding on the subject as we have our expert here today. Mark, thank you so much for taking the time to join our series. Hey, thanks so much for having me. I'm excited to be here and share my knowledge with you guys. Me as well. We'll have to give a big shout out to Ali for connecting us today. Yes, 100%. Thank you for linking us up on the show. I'm excited to eventually have Ali on as well. But today, we are all things Mark here on a mental health break, the podcast that normalizes the conversation around mental health. I would like you to remember that you are not alone. I previewed Mark's story a bit, his professional journey a bit. We're going to start right out here, Mark. Please share your mental health journey, and we'll go up to what led you here today. Yeah, so um, you know, I, I started working um, in uh, a subacute facility, working with schizophrenics early on in my career. My goal initially was to kind of help people. You know, I come from a background that was, you know, war torn uh, country, a uh, lot of lot of issues, a lot of stress, a lot of anxiety, a lot of things that kind of stayed hidden in my life for a long time. And it's weird because you, you, anxiety and these kinds of things manifest themselves uh, sometimes in strange ways. And for a while, they, they lay dormant or you think everything is normal in your life or you think that you're doing great and everything is fine. And then you realize little things start to happen, like your sleep is all out of whack and you don't know why it's happening. Or every once in a while, you get a feeling you think is your stomach. Maybe it's upset, but it turns out to be anxiety or things like that creeping up. So that's kind of was what was going on with me and what kind of made me realize that one, I love helping people. And I love the idea of helping people struggling with mental health and mental health issues. And when I first started working with schizophrenics, I fell in love with that population completely acute, very acute, obviously, but a forgotten population. Um, and it was really wild to see people who were not much different than, than me or anyone else. And they just had one mental health break at the age of 18 that kind of spiraled out of control. Mm 
So that's kind of what drew me into mental health in the first place, seeing it kind of at its highest level and then kind of working down now where I work mostly with, you know, uh, PTSD, depression, anxiety, as well as substance abuse. At Tampa Counseling and Wellness, we want to remind you that it's okay to not be okay. Reaching out for support and asking for a little extra help can be overwhelming, but everyone deserves a safe space to heal. We're so honored to be that space for Florida residents. If you want to learn more about our services or you'd like to set up a free consultation with one of our clinicians, you can call or text us at 813-520-2807. We're looking forward to growing with you. I love it. I'm putting in the notes. I love the passion behind, I should say, a war-torn country. You saw the mental health challenges it caused. You wanted to be a part of the solution. You came here yeah. and now you're doing great stuff. I believe, what is the name of your, your company that you started? So our company is Tulua Health, T-U-L-U-A Health. It's located in Santa Monica. It's kind of our 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 hub, our, our beginning point to reach out and help people with mental health issues and substance abuse issues. And, you know, our approach is a little unique because we don't separate the two. So most centers will kind of say it's, you know, we, we do dual diagnosis. And if you're mental health, you run a different track. And if you're substance abuse, you run a different track. But we are under the belief that substance abuse is a side effect of mental health. And typically it's, it's started early on with some sort of trauma. I'd say 90, 95% of the clients we have have early childhood traumas. So it goes, oh, I use drugs because I like heroin. Okay, but tell me about what happened to you when you were six. Oh, I was molested from the age of six to nine. Well, do you think that maybe that's why you're using drugs? Well, maybe. Well, let's explore that. So that's kind of what we're doing at Tulua Health now. I love it. I've never been spoken to that way about this, about maybe this is because of that. Yeah. Very, yeah. very impressive work you're doing. And before we hop back into mental health talk, let's now plug just your website. And also, is it only for patients in California? Are you virtual? Please explain so that a bit. We we are for patients in California. We have two centers now. So Tulua Health is the main company. It runs an outpatient in Santa Monica. And then we have Purposes Recovery, which is an inpatient center. It's a six-bed inpatient center. So basically anyone, if you're listening and you're out of California and you need help, you can just go to our website, reach out to our admissions team, and we'll coordinate transportation to get you out to California as well. So we can't legally technically practice in other states because our therapists are licensed in California, but this is just our hub over the next five years. We'll be expanding across the U.S. I love it. I have that here. If you need help out of state, they will help get you the help you need. Great work and congratulations on all the work you've done so far. I look thank forward you. to now keeping in touch, seeing you on social, all the great work you're doing. Yeah, thank but you. on mental health side, we all have our ups and downs. Life is not easy and we just do the best we can, right? We're always a work in progress. Yeah. What yes. are some things you do for your mental health to take care of yourself, whether short or long term, some things that benefit you? Yeah. So, you know, a couple of things I, I would say um, with all the pressure I have on me and about three years ago, I lost my mother to cancer. Um, my anxiety really ramped up. And again, it was something that I that I never really checked or looked into because the symptoms I had were more physical symptoms that I okay. thought were like, oh, I have some, my, my, I have indigestion, my stomach's bugging me. I didn't quite realize that what was happening is when my anxiety ramps up, my body responds to that physically. And so some of the things I do, I, I've been, I'm an avid surfer. I've been surfing for about 20 years. Uh, I weightlift, I love powerlifting, uh, current deadlift PR, 500 pounds. Those are the things I kind of run to, to help me escape from those feelings. And then one of the important ones is setting goals for myself. 
right? Because if I feel like I'm going nowhere or doing nothing, then my anxiety, my 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 funk gets bigger. Mm-hmm. But when I find myself directed in what I'm trying to do over the next five years, uh, then you know I find that those things, my anxiety starts to reduce itself. So yeah, physical activity and of course surrounding myself with my loved ones, my kids and my wife. I'm jealous that you've been surfing for 20 years and I've never even managed to try it once. Here, <laughs> I'm, I'm here on the in Tampa, Florida. Um, oh, you guys that, got some big sharks out there. Uh, on the other <laughs> side of the state, there's a lot of surfing. Yeah, I, I'm one of those people. I stay out of the water for the most part uh, <laughs> over here. But uh, very similar to you, exercise, setting goals, that keeps me going. Yeah. Exercise is my mental health cheat, as I describe it, where if yeah. I don't get some form of exercise in, I usually overthink things. I'm not as productive. I'm all over the yeah. place, but yeah. I love I love the exercise. Please. Yeah. One of the things about surfing that's unique is, is and I didn't realize this till later on, but I was basically, when I'd go surfing early in the mornings, especially in the winter out here, the water's freezing. I was basically doing ice baths. Right. And I never realized until I started surfing a little bit less when when work got, you know, the company grew and this happened and that happened. And I I couldn't go as often. I noticed that my anxiety would ramp up as well. And I thought it was attributed to just the fun of surfing and the physical activity. But then after doing some research, I realized that that the ice bath part, actually getting in the cold water and spending a couple hours in it was really helping my mental health because of the chemical release and obviously i'm not a, an expert on those things but we, you know wim hof i think is the is the one who kind of led the way on that and i think that if you can get into cold water mm-hmm. uh, regularly you should do it i think it helps tremendously i love it and certainly we'll be stepping into an uncomfortable situation which we need to progress in life make ourselves feel more comfortable yeah. by getting through yeah. it thanks for a great yeah. episode so far man and now i'm looking really forward to this spotlight story because i myself am not for too familiar with psychotropic medication so i thought it'd be a great way to introduce this to our show audience and this is from an article on webmd as always scroll down in the episode description to follow along with us now i'm going to go over the article a bit then bring back on our guest today and the article starts where psychotropic medications are used to treat mental health disorders There are five main types of psychotropic medications, and each type has its own specific use, benefit, and side effects, and here's how they work. Many work by adjusting the number of major chemicals in your brain. These chemicals are called neurotransmitters. Increasing or decreasing certain neurotransmitters can counter the effects of certain mental health disorders. Neurotransmitters, there's these messengers that allow your brain cells to communicate with one another. If you have weak or overreactive neurotransmitters, they can produce unnecessary chemical reactions that lead to a mental health condition. I learned that here that psychotropic medications are not a cure. They can treat mental health disorders and are sometimes most effective when combined with psychotherapy. So I'm looking forward to hearing his take on this. And as I mentioned, there are five types. We have antidepressants, anti-anxiety medications, stimulants, antipsychotics and mood stabilizers. I'll start with antidepressants, which they say are here to treat depression. There are many types of antidepressants and some are less frequently used than other, but may work for you in consultation with your doctor. The most common here I learned are SSRIs, serotonin reuptake inhibitors, which steadily increase the amount of serotonin in your blood. And serotonin is a powerful neurotransmitter that regulates your mood, bowel movements, sleep, blood clotting, and more. There's also SNRIs and, I may say this wrong, bupropen, which promotes important brain activity and can be used to treat seasonal affective disorder or help people quit smoking. 
Next, I'm going to hear touch on how stimulants help manage unorganized behavior. They accomplish this by improving concentration and having a calming effect. Stimulants are often prescribed to people with attention deficit hyperactivity disorder or known as ADHD. And now I'm going to touch on how antipsychotics can manage psychosis. Psychosis describes multiple conditions that affect the mind. They are often indicated by the person becoming separated from the reality and experiencing delusions or hallucinations. Antipsychotics can help people with psychosis think more clearly, feel calmer, sleep better, and communicate more effective. I put a lot of information out right here, so I want to bring back on our guest to help make some sense of all of this. What are some of your takeaways from here? What can you make light for our audience? So, you know, the the traditional method is is kind of the method you just read through, right? So, the the antipsychotics, anti uh, you know anti anxiety medications, the uh, SSRI stuff, it's kind of what we have today in our toolbox that helps people manage what's going on in the brain while they can focus and work on therapy, right? So, the the thing that's tricky about mental health is yeah we understand some of the brain stuff going on, but really we're kind of putting a band aid, right? We're saying hey if we we realize that if we do mess with the SSRIs and 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 some of the dopamine in the brain we can make people feel better, but that won't change the fact that you probably are living with some sort of trauma in your life to begin with. Right. And so most of us have experienced some level of trauma in our life, um, some people more than others. And if you find yourself kind of getting depressed or having anxiety, typically there's a reason for that. Right. It's 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 very common that there's an issue that's triggering those things. And every once in a while, there is brain chemistry issues that are triggering those things. But again, that is much harder to understand and dive into. So kind of what we've created with modern medicine, which, you know, some people are very um, they're very judgmental about. I am not, right? I've seen medicine help people with schizophrenia live a okay life, whereas, you know, without it, they would they wouldn't have a life at all, right? right. Um, so I'm not I'm not anti medication. I think medication is great, and the medications you talked about are going to help people kind of get the relief they need so they can get into therapy. Because if you're sitting there so anxious you can't even leave your house so anxious that you can't get on a call, so anxious that you feel like something is going to happen, that 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 overwhelming, weird, shaky kind of feeling that anxiety brings or depression right. where you don't want to get out of bed. Yeah, these medications are going to give you the initial boost you need to then get help, right? You, ne- you need to add the get help part. You can't just rely on the medications. And, and that's kind of why, you know, when we first talked about coming on the show, we wanted to talk about kind of the alternatives that are coming to these medications, um, and we can dive into that, uh, and look at, you know, psychedelics and things like that. Um, but you know, for me, I, I just want everyone to know that those medications are a great starting point if you're struggling, but also make sure you're seeking the therapy as well. I love how you said that it's, you can't do one with the other and expect it to be a miracle miracles. It's, it needs yeah. to be, you have to put the work in like anything else in yeah. life. It has to be put back and forth but i know you also do take it a step further with other psychotropic medications do you want to talk about those a little bit? you said psychedelics psychedelics yeah so the the cool thing and this is this is still you know it's probably five years out right but we are getting close to and because of um maps the organization we're getting close to fda approval for mdma we're getting close to fda approval for psilocybin now psilocybin obviously is a um 
it's a mushroom, right? We're talking about mushrooms here. And and typically people have used mushrooms and MDMA as party drugs, right? In order to get, you know, to get high, to, to, to kind of get away, to visit new realities, get new perspectives. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's crazy because in the 50s, there was a lot of research on LSD and things like that to be used for therapy and to be used for um, people who have terminal illness to help them cope with the idea that they're going to pass away. And what happened was in the 50s, these drugs started showing up at parties. So the government decided, hey, you know what? This Something's going on. This is really dangerous. We need to classify these as level one drugs. And then basically everybody put their hands off after they were classified as level one you know, uh, right. drugs because they're illegal. Nobody started doing much research with them or touching them. So this entire idea got kind of shelved, right? And then as of recently, I'd say over the last 10 years, uh, the work that MAPS have been doing, and, and, and you know, I, I think it's Rick Doblin who's, who's on the Rogan uh, podcast, and, and he's kind of the founder of MAPS and what they've been working on has been great. Um, they found that, you know, when people who are treatment resistant, so you have a drug problem, you have PTSD, and you've gone to multiple centers, you've had therapy for many years, and nothing is helping. They found the success rate up in the 60% range for treatment-resistant people by doing three MDMA sessions. Now, these MDMA sessions were spread out over three months, and they're eight-hour sessions each, right? But the beauty of it is this. If I said to you, hey, you know what, go ahead and share with me a traumatic experience in your childhood that brought you to, you know, the trouble you're having today, it would take years for you to get to know me, for you to trust me, for you to talk about it. And when you did, you'd get really uncomfortable. And if you were an addict and you got really uncomfortable, the first thing you're going to do is look for an escape route. The really cool thing about the psychedelics is it's like your trauma is in the room next door. So you're observing it from a different perspective. So you can talk about, I was molested when I was five years old. And you can look at the whole thing from a different perspective. You can see it from the person who hurt you, their perspective. And it also gives you a different perspective on life in general, right? We know psychedelics help people get a kind of broader understanding of the universe and its infinity, right? It's this idea that that love exists and they feel it through these these substances because the brain kind of unlocks. So coupling that with therapy, I believe is going to be the future of mental health therapy. I think we're going to see huge progress with it. I appreciate you taking the time to share that. That's why I wanted to ask that follow-up question because it is, again, very new. And some areas areas of the country is different than others. Here, it's not legal psychedelic mushrooms. We don't have that at the stores. But I, I believe out west, someone was on my show telling me, I think they were in Colorado. Yes. So Colorado and Oregon have decriminalized it. Um, which means that if you're caught with it, you don't go to jail. Or uh, Oregon just passed a law in 2023 that is allowing centers to utilize mushrooms for therapy. So we're just starting to see the rollout. The insurance companies still will not cover it. So you're you're looking at maybe five years before that becomes a thing. We first need the FDA approval, which hopefully in a year or so will be here. Once we have that, then we might be able to progress into the insurance covering it. For now, you have to kind of go, if you go to Oregon, you might be able to get access. I don't know how quickly they're opening centers. We will be opening one there hopefully in the next year. But outside of the, the country is what you get. And right now, how it's done is usually utilizing some sort of shaman, a spiritual guide. Now, this guide will kind of walk you through uh, the process, make sure you're safe while you're on the drug and all those good things. What we want to do is combine it with therapy. 
which is a different process, right? It's yeah. this idea that you're going to sit, you're going to take this drug, and we're going to have a conversation. And these sessions are two therapists, and sometimes they last eight hours. And so very intensive. So you're looking at cramming in years of therapy into three months. And and that's what's going to make the difference, I think. Well, be sure to keep in touch with me. Like I said, we'll be sure to set, share all this information, these updates with your center and how far you're progressing with everything. But I'd like to now switch back to our audience. What is one piece of advice you can offer all of our mental health advocates out there who may be going through a tough time right now? No, I think the number one thing is, is I always say, remember the saying, this too shall pass, right? Because there are moments where you could have suicidal thoughts. There are moments where you can have depression. There are moments where you can have anxiety. And in those moments, it, it really feels like it's not going to get better. It's not going to pass. Something is wrong, right? And that is a, is, is a lot of times what leads people down dark roads. And then those dark roads go, well, if things aren't going to get better, I might as well just end my life. So number one, I, I believe Remember the saying, this too shall pass. There are moments in all of our lives that we have. And sometimes they're a little bit longer than other ones, but they will pass, right? And then the number two thing is is seek help from from anyone, right? Talk about it. Don't just keep it internal and right. think that there's a stigma or people are going to look at you differently or this or that because the odds are that that all the people around you are struggling to some level. Your level might be higher or less, their level might be higher or less, but there is a struggle in all humanity, right? All humanity is trying to figure out how to find some some ability to be happy, some understanding of who they are and where they're going. And that naturally leads to a lot of questions, some anxiety, and some funky moments, right? Yeah. Some funky moments in our lives, right? So reach out and talk to somebody, ask for help. And then worst case scenario, if you don't have anyone in your life, reach out to centers like ours, right? There are a lot of good ones out there that are there for you that will help, that will get you out and get you treatment right away. I think it's a great time now to, again, where can they find your facility, phone number, uh, website, you name it. Yeah, I think the best thing, um, and we'll put all the all the info in the show notes, but I think the best thing is for them to reach out at our website, which is taluahealth.com. Okay. Uh, that's the outpatient that's located in Santa Monica. And and that's the hub that will connect anybody to either the inpatient or the outpatient. And if we can't help you, we have so many resources that we could branch out into other states and give you. So we're very connected in this industry. So we can really help you get to where you need to be. So just go to TuluaHealth.com. You'll see a little chat button. Click it. Someone will get chatting with you. And then we'll help you get figured out where you need to be and what you need. Um, and then, you know, I would plug my social medias. But, you know, I don't have any social media. I'm not, you know, when I got married, 11, 12 years ago, I got rid of all my social media. And so soon to be coming will be a, a Twitter where I can at least connect with people. But in the meantime, in the show notes, you'll see all of our social media pages. And of course, you can reach out to us on those pages as well. I am uh, quite a bit jealous there. I was someone who was never big into social media. It was one of my weaknesses of last year where I didn't use it enough. I didn't post enough. And we live in this digital age. So yeah, I've been holding myself a bit more accountable. I am Good getting ready to fully outsource the social media, which is nice. It's just solopreneur life. You take bit by bit, step by step. Yes. Essentially, you can justify outsourcing things that can't be justified with laziness. Right now, it's just a few extra <laughs> yeah. hours a week. Yeah, I remember it, uh, to be a solopreneur, to be an entrepreneur at all, overnight success is 10 years in the making. So That's be right. patient, keep working hard. And, and as long as you're passionate about what you're doing, you'll find success. Yeah, I appreciate the kind words. My first 
speaking engagement professionally with this was 2015 for my MBA commencement. First book yeah. was 2019. So I'm gonna we're hitting on that eight year mark. I'm very very yeah. Uh, I'm ready You're around the corner. <laughs> but th- <laughs> thanks again, Mark. You were a rock star today. Appreciate you coming on. Another big thank you to Ali for connecting us. Everyone out there. If you want to share your story, help others remember they're not alone, please reach out, podcastsbylancy at gmail.com. And in the meantime, I am at Vincent A. Lancy, and the show is at A Mental Health Break. Hashtag A Mental Health Break to see all content produced. And until next week, we are signing off Tampa to California. Mark, thanks for stopping by. Hey, thanks for having me, man. See you guys.